Hello, welcome to Russell Investments Market Week in Review for the week ending March 24th, 2023. My name is Zoe Wargans, and today I will be joined by our investment strategy analyst, Bei-Chen Lin. Thanks for joining us, Bei-Chen. No problem, happy to be here, Zoe. Great, so to get things kicked off, I think the thing that's on everyone's mind, could you give us a banking sector update, please? Sure thing. Banking sector is definitely something that's on a lot of people's minds, even after what we've seen with Credit Suisse, Silicon Valley Bank, with Signature Bank. There's still some concern among some investors, and that might be why we're seeing some more volatility in banking stocks recently. We're seeing some banks in the U.S., like First Republic Bank, trying to explore different options that they might have available to them to bolster up some of their liquidity. The other interesting development on the banking sector is we're seeing strong statements from regulators in terms of the actions that they might be taking to try to learn from some of the lessons that have come out of these recent developments. So even though everybody might be associating Switzerland with Credit Suisse these days, it's important to remember that Basel, Switzerland is actually the home of the Basel Committee on Banking Supervision, which is this global standard setting organization for banking sector regulations. And the Basel Committee put out a statement today, March 23rd, emphasizing that they want to learn the lessons from what's been happening with banks. And they want to think about what type of banking standards need to be enacted so that we can prevent bank failures going forward. And so I think that it's important to remember that when you think about the overall systemic risk, yes, we've had some failures of certain banks like Signature Bank and Silicon Valley Bank in the U.S. And yes, there was an issue with Credit Suisse in Switzerland. Ultimately, the overall systemic risk to financial markets is more contained. We're not expecting a repeat of what happened in 2008. Well, that is definitely a good thing to hear. Could you give us a roundup on the central banks there, Beichen? Sure. So central banks have been facing a difficult dilemma for some time now. They're trying to contain inflationary pressures. And typically the way that central banks do this is they raise their interest rates. But as interest rates get higher and higher, it creates the potential of constraining economic growth. And one of the challenges is when you're faced with episodes of market instability, central banks have to make the difficult decision of deciding whether to continue raising interest rates in order to fight off inflation, or should they take a pause to assess the situation and see how the market responds because they don't want to inadvertently tip the economy into a recession. And so the central banks across the world have to carefully weigh these two competing risks, and it's a tough decision to make. But ultimately, what we've seen out of many central banks is that they decided for now, inflation fighting still remains their number one priority. So the ECB last week raised their interest rates by 50 basis points. This week, we saw the Fed raise interest rates by 25 basis points. The Bank of England raised interest rates by 25 basis points. And the Swiss National Bank raised interest rates by 50 basis points. So for now, central banks are sending a strong message to markets and to investors that they care about bringing inflation back down to target. But at the same time, these central banks have also emphasized that they're going to be data dependent and they're going to respond to the ongoing market dynamics as well, based on what new developments may arise from time to time. Great. Thank you for those insights, Bei-Chen. That's been really helpful. 
We could zoom out for more of a general market outlook now. Sure. So Russell Investments just recently published our Q2 2023 global market outlook. Please take a moment to check that out if you haven't already done so. But in general, what we're expecting is that sometime within the next 12 to 18 months, we probably are going to see a mild to moderate recession in many developed countries around the world, including in the U.S. Now, when I say recession, a lot of people might think about what happened in 2008. But I do want to emphasize that we are not expecting a repeat of 2008. We think that regulators have learned a lot of the lessons from what took place. Banks have gotten more prudent with their lending standards. Consumer and corporate balance sheets, particularly in the U.S., still generally look resilient. And all those factors will help limit the severity of a recession. So even though recessions can be painful, of course, we think that it's important for investors not to panic, but instead to stay calm, be disciplined, stick to their strategic asset allocations, have a plan, and that will help them weather the potential economic storm. Thank you for all those insights, Beijing. It was really helpful. And thanks to all of you for joining us, and we'll see you next week.